0: it's G. I'm so happy you guys have all tuned in to yet another episode of Life with G. I really, really hope that today's episode just really resonates with someone out here in the world, and I just hope you guys really enjoy it. As always, we're just going to jump into what today's podcast is about. The Lord has really put a message on my heart the past few days and I just need to share it with y'all because I feel like it's so good and that someone out there could really just use what the Lord has just opened my eyes up to. So again, thank you guys for tuning in and I hope you guys enjoy. I've been very actively praying for the people in my life very intentionally, asking for specifics, even if it ends up being a, um, I guess what you would call a, oh, I forgot what it's called, but like, just, you know, I've been praying for these people in my life, or just the people I'm supposed to meet, and the people I'm supposed to be that greater influence and that seed planter too, I've been praying for just a lot of, a lot of different things, I've been very intentional with my time, and By all means, I'm not perfect and I'm not the best at it, but the time that I spend in my days to be praying and to really be deep within God's word, I've been there. I have been very rooted in his word and in what he is telling me and specifically what I want to talk about is how. Life is stressful. In life, you overthink. You make assumptions. You have to second guess yourself. You doubt yourself. You are regretful of things. You're paranoid about things. You never, you're indecisive. You never know if you're going to make the right decision. You're hypocritical. You love to go and preach it, but you don't like to practice it. People are out here being attacked by the enemy and being so blindsided that they don't even know it. And particularly... I've been praying a lot, and intentionally, I've been praying a lot about stress, for people to very be very stress-free, free, for people to be very stress-free, for people to stop taking life so seriously, and it's kind of funny because when I say that to people, people are like, but life is serious. Like, my life is on the line with these decisions I make or the, you know, the environments I'm in and the things that I do, the habits I implement in my life. Like, life is serious, but it's not. And that just comes from not the carelessness I possess, but the faith I have in the person That has my whole life figured out to where I don't have to take any of the control. I just have to glorify him and he has it all figured out. So that's just where I'm coming from. But this particular thing about stress, I've been praying about it. A lot of people I know in my life are stressed out about work, stressed about school, stressed out about life, stressed out about making good decisions, making bad decisions, making the right, the wrong decisions. And I'm very intentional again when I pray. And I was praying and I was just not understanding. And I'm still in a moment of not understanding. But I was really just praying and God was putting this on my heart. And I'm like, wow, I better record this because this could be good. (laughs) And what... Analogy and example I'm going to use is being stressed out with school to start out with. Mostly because that's what I have the most experience in is I've always been in school. (laughs) And, I mean, we all have those experiences of being in school and learning and everything like that. Here I am, and um, my life is not at all how I planned it out to go, not at all, did not go according to my plan, um, even though I try to control it and make it so nothing is aligned to how I thought it would be, but I will say, from now to who I once was, are two different people, and I don't understand why people get so stressed, and that already sounds hypocritical, like, well, Wanajiska, don't you get stressed? Don't you get stressed about things? Like, heck, you get stressed out about the littlest things, and you let out a whole little squeak and a shrill. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Okay, like I said, I'm not perfect, By all means, we all will struggle. We'll all be stressed and upset and frustrated at some points in time in our lives, but my mindset's a little bit different. So badly, I want to go back all the millions of years ago, not really, it's like 10 years ago, to who I was in middle school or even just high school. Or even back when I was in third grade. And the hardest thing I was learning in third grade was the multiplication tables. Is that what it is? Multiplication? Yeah. Well, in third grade specifically, we were learning multiplication. It was harder um, for me to learn and get a grasp of. It really truthfully was. And, well, after successfully going to your teacher and telling them all the different multiplication numbers and all that, answers and everything, um, you got to add, like we had these little like ice cream sundae things and you got like for each little um, number that you successfully completed, you got to add something to your ice cream sundae thing. And at the end of like the year, we'd actually have ice cream sundae parties. Well, there was me. You know, little third grade baby G. She got her zeros down. She got her ones down. She got her tens down, her fives down. She even got her nines down because her dad showed her a really cool trick. Um, Maybe she got her fours down. But her sixes, her sevens, her eights, and her fours, and her threes. I think she got her two just down. I really don't remember. <laughs> but moral of the story is I didn't successfully have a completed ice cream sundae as my peers did. So we have the ice cream sundae party. You know? And um, I didn't even have a dollop of ice cream on my thing. Meaning I couldn't get a dollop of ice cream to eat. But, of course, the teacher felt bad, so she gave it to me anyways. And, you know, she let me join in and have fun with everyone, which was great and everything. But I always beat myself up. That's what I'm trying to get at. I was always upset. I have always said that I'm my greatest enemy. Not really. But, in theory, I am because I'm the hardest person on myself my parents never really enforced academics on me they made it important they really did and i took it to the extreme even at third grade i would be crying because i could not understand something i'd be so stressed and frustrated because i didn't know how to read or because i always struggled I can't comprehend things, and today, still, I struggle at comprehending things. But so badly, I want to go to that little girl that I once was and tell her that it'll be okay. Even though I didn't understand numbers, and I wouldn't understand science, and... When I got into high school, I didn't understand math or science yet again, like the manipulation of numbers, numbers, you know, just, I don't know how they even work, but just how they work, you know, just God gifted me with words. Thankfully I was good at something, right? I mean, I was struggling, (laughs) losing a lot of confidence, but God gifted me with words ever since I was in preschool and kindergarten. I'd always have my 20 words a week spelling list, like, for my classes and everything. And I would always, like, learn them. People would always quiz me on them. My dad and I would always go back and forth. My mom would write a little note card with all of my words, and she will draw little pictures next to them, like, showing whatever it is. And I would be going, and I would read it frontwards, backwards, you know, whatever, spelling them out. You know, just, I could, I, even though I couldn't comprehend with time, like, I'm very slow at learning, so with time, I could grasp it, and I could really just know it, and I mean, even now, I don't want to take any of the credit, but the Lord has blessed me with words and having a good way with words, and I'm good at that. That's my niche. That's the thing I'm so good at, but the thing is, There's always going to be someone better than me, whether that's with spelling, with writing, with talking, with remembering things, with comprehending things. Someone's going to know all their multiplication facts. It won't be me, but someone else is better than me at that. And then once I got into high school and stuff, like, I took it so seriously You know, I was so hard on myself. I would be up into the middle of the night because at this time, junior and senior year, I was trying to get into the Naval Academy, going through this whole two-year process for my future. Unfortunately, short story, didn't get in. whole life, didn't know what I was going to do after that. um, (laughs) But during those two years, I really had to buckle down and... I was really active in school and everything, in different clubs and different organizations and whatnot. Um, but my greatest enemy at this time was numbers and science. Because and, I really had to pass those classes so I could look like a better candidate for the Naval Academy. And I struggled. A lot. And I stressed myself out. And I just want you to think, Wanajiska, you're in third grade and you're already stressing yourself out over numbers. And then you're fast forward to your junior and senior year of high school and you're still stressing out over numbers. What happened in between there? Oh, I was stressing myself out completely over everything. Since third grade, all the way through high school, I would be doing homework and I would be getting stressed out, and if I was in the classroom, I would put my homework away and be like, oh, I'll finish it as homework, because I would be so stressed out in the classroom, I did not want to cry in front of my peers, and let them see me being defeated by the number four, (laughs) in all honesty, so I would go home, still stressed out, still up into the middle hours of the night, trying to figure out why I'm not getting the right answer of like 362. And I'd be crying and be asking my mom for help, asking my dad for help, just not having any hope. Thankfully, I had some really good teachers that would tutor me outside of class. And I'd spend my weekends at like in class in the mornings, bright and early to get help. And Finally was kind of learning a little bit and was going at a pace I could keep up with. But I was so stressed and I was so upset and so frustrated. And I just want to go back to my younger self and tell younger one of G's get that it's okay. It is not that serious. This grade doesn't define you. This letter on that test or exam doesn't define you doesn't matter it's not that important I will say that was one of the best things that my parents ever told me is because they saw that I stressed my myself out so much they saw that they're aware of it there would be days when my mom I would wake up get ready for school and everything and she'd be like what are you doing I'd be like I'm going to school mom like what are you talking about and she would tell me one of Jiska's I know you were up in the middle of the night trying to do your homework to where you barely even got any sleep. I could hear you crying. I could hear you being all stressed out. You're not going to school today. And I'd be like, Mom, you don't understand. I have to go. Like, I was, like, religious about school. Like, I had to be there. I could not miss, like, I am a person where it's like, I will show up to anything. It doesn't matter if I'm sick, if I'm not, like, whatever it may be, like, there's nothing that's going to stop me. Like, I might be late. I'm really bad at being on time, but I will still show up. And, um, with school, I would be like, mom, like, I'm still going to go. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, so what? I was, you know, really upset and stressed and, you know, maybe I still am, but you're not going to school is what she would tell me. And I would be at home all day, Thankfully, that's where I needed to be because I needed to relax and realize, hey, this isn't your whole life. Because if you get so stressed out to where it affects you mentally and physically and even spiritually, it's not worth the stress, I can tell you that. It's not worth it. And something I started thinking about... Um, Again, when I'm praying about this whole thing about being stressed and upset and frustrated and overthinking and assuming and, like, being misunderstood even. When I've been praying about this general idea to God, something has really clicked. That thing that you're stressing out about, that is not going your way, or it's not going how you think it should be going... It's just not working out. You can't understand it. You're not making sense of it. It's confusing. It's infuriating almost. It's frustrating. Nothing but stress comes from it. Have you ever thought to take not only one but two steps back and look at the greater picture. One, is God in the center of it? Because what I was talking about earlier, that who I once was when I was so religious about school and I was stressing and everything, now here I am and I'm like, oh, don't take life so seriously. God is in the center of my life. He's in the center of everything I do. Before I do anything, I pray about it. I'm, I know some people struggle with prayer or just you know, struggle with their faith. I, too, struggle, but I pray about everything. That's what keeps me grounded. It's what works for me. I speak truth and affirmations and just I know whose I am and who I am. I have no need to prove myself to anyone or anything. It's not worth it. I live to keep my peace, meaning I pray for everything. And that's the difference from where I'm at right now to where I was then. I didn't used to pray about everything. I wasn't so in my faith and I wasn't so trustful of God or anything like that. Honestly, when I look back and reflect and kind of am reabsorbed into that time and moment and time frame of when I used to be that person, I don't even think God was on my mind, quite honestly. And um, here I am, though, now, and I pray about everything. Every little thing. Like, if I start feeling down, I pray about it. If I start getting confused, I pray about it. Because those little things, believe it or not, are little, little Attacks from the enemy, and you won't even realize it because, and what I mean by that is there's little things from my past that I'm healing from. The enemy kind of knows I'm healing from this thing in my past, and as I'm healing from it, as I'm making peace with it, as I'm being forgiving and loving and you know, doing all the good things. The enemy will creep up and throw a thought in my head and be like, Well, don't you care about that? Don't you care about that thing that happened like two years ago or two months ago? And I'll be like, Well, no, I don't care about it. It doesn't, it has no effect on me directly. Like, I'm keeping my peace. But there's been moments and times when I've given in to that thought. I'm like, Oh, wow, yeah. I do care about it. And the pot just starts stirring. So I'm thinking about it. Then I start getting emotional about it. I start feeling pain from it. I start feeling sad. I start overthinking. I start making assumptions. I start feeling bad about myself. And I start feeling a little insecure and unconfident. And then before you know it, I'm getting overdramatic about it. And then I'm just like, you know what? And like, I just start freaking out about it. And It's not that serious. Pray about it. That's all it takes. And I've been really proactive about my prayer life. And so, yes, I pray about everything. Because I don't want to get to the point where I'm crying. And I'm just sobbing. And I'm just like a pit of despair. Just wondering, why did this happen? Why me? God, how could you? I don't want to get to that point. (laughs) One, Ajiska, maybe back then, that little thing, maybe you were trying to control it and you weren't giving it to God and that's why it kind of fell to shambles, you know, come on, let's be with the reality of it all, so, it could be your perspective, it could be whether or not you're praying about it and you have your full faith in God about it, but another thing is, what about if it's not for you, so, What i mean by this is let's go back to my naval academy thing i went to so many different interviews meeting people that were very important within the state and um didn't really know them quite honestly but i was meeting all these people and really had to have um you know just be of good representation and everything and anyway so i'm talking to these people in these interviews and this guy told me Wanajiska, or he asked me, rather, he was like, Wanajiska, what is your top school? And I said, Naval Academy. Okay, what do you want to do there? I want to go to the Naval Academy was my answer, and it was, I wanted to go there. I wanted to either get a degree in, um, like, mechanical engineering or, um, what was it? Oh, political science. Because at the time, I was like, you know what? I want to make a difference in the world. I want to make my name known. Um, There was another degree that I thought about, too. But I can't really think of it right now. It doesn't matter. Um, Anyways, so that was my point, okay? And then he goes and he says, Wanajiska, what is your second top school? And I said, Dallas Baptist University. And he goes, what? And I go, yeah. If it's not the Naval Academy, it's Dallas Baptist University. And he, was, he asked me, and he's like, why? That's a whole complete 180. That's a whole different change. Why? And simply, <clears throat> it was because if I went to Dallas Baptist University, I was going to major in ministry, I wanted to be a missionary, I wanted to travel, not only preach the gospel and be a light and influence, but I also wanted to help those in need. I wanted to make... A genuine difference not a difference of sitting in a courtroom passing laws but being there with those who are genuinely trying to survive that's what I wanted to do and with great disappointment the gentleman i was talking to that was interviewing me he is actually a senator and um he said i'm gonna go ahead and give you the nomination and i'm gonna go ahead and help you get through this and hopefully you get into the naval academy but i definitely think you need to rethink your plan and what you're wanting to do with yourself So, yes, I got my nomination. I got everything I needed. It's just the Naval Academy really, truthfully, is a very competitive um, university, if you want to call it that, um, military school to get into. And um, I look back on it on the admission day when I was sitting anxiously in my room as I have been for the past month because of COVID, but I was sitting there with my laptop open and I was just like going and like refreshing the page, refreshing, hoping and praying. Everyone, I was talking to everyone, all my family, my friends, just we're all praying about it. We're all, you know, hoping I get in, hoping I get in because I put my whole life on this. I put my whole life, like I had a plan A, I just had a plan And it was the Naval Academy or nothing. Like, yeah, Dallas Baptist sounds great. I would love to go there. It wasn't the reality. I was set on the Naval Academy. That or nothing. And that afternoon, it was nothing. I didn't get in. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't have a plan B, a plan C, or anything, even though... I applied to 30 different colleges, and I got in to every single one of them. I even got a presidential scholarship to a college in Vermont, but I never made real plans with those. I just wanted to see if I could get in, and I did, and, um looking back and reflecting on it now I was stressed out I was upset I was frustrated I said why me what am I going to do with my life and it didn't matter because that wasn't for me and even now there's times when I'm like oh I still could go to the military still could go into the navy I still could be a reserve but I know that's not what God has for me so that's why I live in a new perspective of it's not that serious is because why do I keep trying to control something that keeps blowing up in my face when it's not for me it's like take a hint you know and it's kind of funny because now here I am pursuing art classes which was more of a hobby for me but I'm actually getting real devoted to it and I'm Getting a lot of people cheering me on and supporting me, and the more I pray about it, the more God is opening doors and paths for me. And I'm like, Oh, one of Jesus. I remember that time in third grade when you couldn't understand multiplication and numbers. Have you seen a number, um, since you started your painting classes and your art classes? Uh, nope, no, no, you haven't. That struggle, yeah, I struggled throughout school with numbers and science and all that. Maybe it's because I couldn't comprehend it. Maybe because I'm not good at it. But my answer to that is it's not my path. It's not my purpose. The more you keep trying to control something and you keep trying to go down a lane that is not made for you... Change your perspective and maybe that's why everything is not working out. Maybe that is why it's not going in, going according to plan. It's because it's not made for you. You feel lost and you feel confused and you feel like, oh my gosh, this is just like not my purpose. What's the plan, God? What's my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing right now? Take a look around you. Reevaluate and reflect. And I don't mean reflect as you're in the moment. I mean genuinely take an outside look at what you're implemented into in your environment and what you're giving your time and focus to and be like, does this bring me true joy? Is this truly what God's plan is for me? Because I can pray right now and I just know it at the deep bottom of my heart that as much as I wanted the Naval Academy to be be my purpose and plan it wasn't that's why it didn't work out that's why I struggled in math that's why I struggled in all the different credit classes I had to have I even tried to then after that didn't work out I just want you to know when I did finally find a college and I went to college that following fall um, didn't want to be at that college either it wasn't part of the plan I wasn't happy obviously it wasn't part of my purpose um, but I was there and I was still trying to take classes to try to reapply to the Naval Academy again. And those classes did not work out for me. And that's when I was like, God, yep, I'm taking the hint now. Um, yep, I'm trying. And, uh, and it's not going my way. So maybe I should redirect and start going your way. So, um, I hope resonated with any of y'all but I just know that as I was praying this whole prayer of stress and frustration and just being confused and everything the Lord was speaking to me and I just needed to get it out and here I am and I was able to record this for you guys and hopefully someone can take something away from this and of course if you have anything going on in your life that you wish for me to pray about, or you would like to talk to someone about, um, as always, you can always, um, email me and message me on social media. Please do so. Um, I just hope you guys all have a great day. You guys really deserve it. And I just pray for nothing but peace. Peace be with you guys. God bless. Bye.